0: And uh, today's message is we are at war. Israel and the signs of the time. We are at war. Amen? Amen? I am preaching today about Israel and the signs of the time. Every time that I am talking about Israel, Every time that I'm going to say Israel, I want you to draw a parallel between the natural Israel and the spiritual Israel. Amen? Every time I say something about Israel, natural, I want you to draw this parallel. Also, he's speaking about the spiritual Israel there are two israel how many israel there are in the bible two there are two israels there is the natural which is made up the jewish people living in the holy land but also the bible speaks and talks about a spiritual israel which which is the church the body of Christ, you and I, the believers who have been engrafted into heritage tree by the blood of Jesus. Amen? As I told you, every time I talk about Israel, you are going to think about yourself and the church of Christ. And pay attention to what I'm going to say now. Every promise that you read in this book about the nation of Israel and the Jewish people, God has made even greater promise through Jesus Christ for you and I and for your family. Amen? Can you say amen? So, when I am teaching here today, you have to rejoice. On everything that I teach you today, because these promises is not only for Israel, the natural Israel. These all these promises are for to, for me, to you, and and all the Church of Christ. Amen. God has declared the same blessings over the spiritual Israel, His Church and all his people. And I want to start reading a, a verse in First Chronicles 17, verse 21, 22, because there is something extre- extremely profound about the nation and the people of Israel that are revealed in this verse. Verse 21. Here these verse starts with a question. What question is it? Who is like your people Israel? Who is like your people Israel? The one nation on earth whose God went out to redeem a people for himself and to make a name for yourself and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out the nations from before your people whom you redeemed from Egypt. 22 you made your people Israel your very own forever forever and you Lord have become their God Then here this verse starts with a question. Who is like your people Israel? Israel is like no other nation. The uniqueness of Israel, the thing that makes them different from every other nation, it is that God set out to redeem it from all the nations. This is what we read. Also in the book of Exodus. God made a promise. To Moses. And he said. Exodus 19.6. Look what God said. You will be for me. What? A kingdom of priests. And a holy nation. These are the words. You are to speak to the israelites god said you you be like you will not be like other nations you, you you are different i am not teaching today what i think i am teaching what it's written about israel The natural Israel and the spiritual Israel. And uh, I think you have watched the news in the past month, isn't it? Have you watched the news about Israel? I think in the last days the world has watched, watched the horrors of war in Israel. We have seen the news, the news, the incursion of the terrorist groups Hamas, who murdered more than 1,500 people. It was Sunday, 7th of oct- October, 2023. And I'm reading a news from new newspaper. Saturday, 7th of October, 2023, Around 1,500 Hamas terrorists penetrated the secure fences around Gaza and came into Israel and brutally murdered more than 1,400 people. And more than 200 people Israelis and non Israelis, babies, women, and weatherly civilians and soldiers were taken captive by Hamas. It was the most deadly mass killing committed against the Jewish people since uh, the Holocaust. They went literally from home to home looking for the young and elderly. Women were raped. Children and babes were beheaded and burned. I think maybe you saw some videos and pictures. It was a surprise attack without any provocation. If you don't know, Hamas is a demonic group and they are fueled by hell itself. They use Women and children as shields and also use them as propaganda to the world. Since then, the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, declared, we are at war. You need to understand that not only The natural Israel is at war. But also the spiritual Israel. We are at war. (coughs) The church of Christ is at war. But some Christians, they didn't notice. And they are just living their lives as normal. And they are not checking what's going on. And many people are asking me, Pastor, do you think this war is signs of the end? end?" (laughs) I don't think. I am sure about. (laughs) Stood the prophecy. Stood about Jesus returning. I'm here to say to you, prepare yourself. Because Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. You are not going to listen to this preaching anymore because the people are not talking that Jesus will return. But Jesus came one day and he was come back where? In Israel. And prepare yourself for that day. Jesus is coming. And today I'm going to give you some biblical per- perspectives about Israel. Physical. And spiritual. Everything I speak about natural Israel, I also I am, I am talking about yourself and the Church of Christ. You are going to say, Pastor, why is it important to keep our eyes on Israel? Why? First, because of this book. The Bible is a book about Israel. The Bible is a record of the entire creation and early history of Israel. The Bible records prophetical things that are yet to come. Many prophecies, not, sorry, few prophecies are yet to come. I have no time I was studying this week, I I could see only three three prophecies about Israel for the return of Jesus, and it's happening. But 90% is already fulfilled of the prophecy. Then this book has a lot of prophecies about Israel. I'm going to talk about some of them here today. Then you have to be prepared, because we are going to the end. In addition to to all of that, that this book is about Israel. But also, God gave a Savior to the entire world. And his name is Jesus, who was born in? Who died in? Yeah. Who rose again in? Yeah. And by the way, is coming back in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> and what the devil fears the most is the return of Jesus Christ. Did you know? <laughs> Satan knows. <laughs> That his end is near. (laughs) And he's going to do everything. In order for Jesus not to come back. Or not to return. For the return of Jesus. Pay attention to what I'm telling you now. For the return of Jesus Christ. The Jews must be in Jerusalem. Must be there. The Jewish people must be in the Holy Land. For Jesus to return. This is why Satan is stirring up the nations of the world. To hate the land and to hate the people of Israel. (laughs) I know this preaching, what I'm teaching here today. (laughs) I'm going to be criticized for some people. I know. But I'm here to preach the truth to you. When you stand for Israel, hmm. And I am s- I stand for Israel and I stand for the church of Christ. For the natural and for the spiritual. Doesn't matter. For me, there's no problem the people criticize me. That's Matthew 20. Why? The Jewish people should be there in Jerusalem and Israel. Why? Matthew 23, 23 39. Jesus said, what Jesus said to the Jewish people, look, For I say to you, you shall see me no more, till you say, Blessed is who who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus said to the Jewish people, you will see me no more, until the day you are going to see Baruch Rabbah, Beshen Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The Jewish people. They are, they are blind. They reject the Messiah. But if you read. Romans chapter 11. Paul the Apostle said. They are blind. For a little while. For a moment. But one day they will cry out. And I know when they are going to cry out. I know. <laughs> there is one big war coming. Gog and Magog war. I have no time to talk today. <laughs> and, and, and the Bible says many countries from the north. <laughs> Russia, Iran, Iraq, and some... When you, li- when you listen to that, Russia, Iran, they are joining, going against Israel. Prepare. <laughs> Prepare. Jesus will come back when the Jews are in Jerusalem and and have the Holy Land and Satan knows that so he wants to wipe them off the face of the earth I want to give you some verses now that speaks about Israel both natural and spiritual when you see that war my beloved brothers or the whole world going against Israel. <laughs> the ho- Satan also is going against you, the church of Christ. But the, all the believers today, they are sleeping. I talk to people and they, they say, okay, yeah, some war is happening there. But they don't, so they don't have like any revelation what's happening. Jesus said, I'm not going to give you the time, but I'm going to give some signs. When you see the signs, you know that the time is near. And I am here to say, the time is near, prepare yourself. This is the word for you. The time is near, prepare yourself, because our redemption is at hand. Hallelujah. (laughs) Ah, Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Deuteronomy 7, 6 to 9. For you are, what? A holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself. A special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. Pay attention. This this was a word... For the natural Israel, but also applies a parallel for the spiritual Israel that is the church of Christ. Amen? Amen. Verse 7: The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than other people. For you were the least of all. Peoples. Hallelujah. This is what God said about Israel. This verse also serves the parallel for Israel and for ourselves, the church of Christ. And I want you to understand one thing God doesn't love us because we are valuable. We are valuable. Because he loves us. He does love us. You were chosen by God. As the same Israel were chosen by God. Amen? It's a parallel. Beautiful parallel. Israel is God created. God loved, God called, God elected, and God protected. And Israel has a special purpose and a special place. God chose that place. And God called that place, Israel, my land. God said, my people my holy land. And also God said, my holy hill. <laughs> Have you read that? That's my holy land, my holy people, and my holy hill. On that hill, Abraham offered Isaac. Yeah, tried to offer Isaac, but he offered at the end a land. Jehovah Jireh, the first time in the Bible. On that same hill, Solomon built the first temple. And on the Mount of Olives, Jesus will come back. And he will rule and reign for a thousand of years in the millennium. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Jesus will come back to that place. And this is why Satan hates that place. Satan hates that people. And he wants to destroy that people and that nation. (laughs) If he can destroy if I think you have read Iran they have a clock in Iran, and uh, this clock is counting down for the destruction of Israel. Have you read that? Who here have read about that? Few people, who read more. <laughs> Iran, they have a goal, we will destroy Israel. They have uh, even the date to destroy Israel. Why the whole world And many people today, they are angry, they are hating the Israeli and also the nation of Israel. And this is why I'm bringing you this biblical perspective about Israel in the end times. Because Israel is the alarm clock of God. Israel is the alarm clock of God. All the few prophecies that are still waiting to be fulfilled, is about Israel. And we need to align our lives with God's point of view. Be careful with the media. What the media are saying. Okay, be careful. Many people today, especially in the church, some churches, they don't recognize how important Israel is in God's plan. I have some question to you, some question. Why has the Jewish people and the country of Israel suffered so much persecution through all generations centuries? Why? Another question. Why is it so important to know about Israel? Why do all the news in the world talk about Israel Every day, why did Donald Trump change the American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? Why did Donald Trump and other leaders recognize Jerusalem as the eternal capital of Israel? Why? <laughs> Why millions of people go to Israel every year? Why we are here today speaking about that tiny bit of land? Do you know the size of Israel? Ireland is a tiny land, isn't it? Israel is three times smaller. Ireland is near 70,000 meters square. And and, and Israel is 22, three times smaller. Hmm. Why Israel Israel is so hated by many nations? Why do Iran and so many Muslim countries want to destroy Israel? Why should you and I know about Israel and the Jewish people? Why? And now I'm going to some points. First, this book and the base of our faith is in Judaism. Judaism. Okay? First. Second, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a Jewish message about a Jewish Messiah directed to Jewish followers in a Jewish context. Okay? Everything Jewish is what you are receiving. Maybe you didn't know. Our roots cannot be discredited or much less dishonored because the covenant and promises of the Gentile church are linked to an attitude of reconciliation, honor, and consideration towards Israel. We cannot bust, say, oh, no, we are the church of God. No, be careful. Be careful. I'm going to speak more about that. There are some people say, oh, Israel. And some church say, The church took Israel's place. I'm going to talk a little bit more later. Fourth, Israel is not one ideology. Neither was it created as a political or personal project. But it was born in God's mind and heart. Do you agree with? Yeah. Fifth, keep your eyes on Israel because Israel is God's alarm clock. Sixth, the last biblical events and prophecies that precede the return of Jesus will happen in Israel. Are you a Bible reader? Yeah. Yeah? The two main topics in the Bible Is Israel and the church. (laughs) This is the main topic in this book. But it's alarming how few people today, especially in the church, recognize how important is Israel in God's plan. There are a lot of anti Semitism, even inside churches, not in the world. Inside church. Because the church should be Zionist, not anti Semitist. And also, uh, as I told you, there is one evil theology in some church called replacement theology. Have you heard that? Yeah. Theology, replace theology, which says that the Christian church has taken the place of the nation of Israel, assuming their role as God's covenant people. And many leaders believe that and may be preached about that. But this is a lie. Jesus Christ will not come back to London. Jesus Christ will not come back to Tokyo, São Paulo, New York, Paris. He will return to the eternal capital of Israel, Jerusalem. I'm going to read Zechariah 14.4 that talks about that. On that day, his feet or Jesus' feet will be, stand where? Ah, in this mountain. <laughs> in the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, I have been there. <laughs> I, I was, like uh, you have the Mount of Olives, one side, and the other side is the, the rest of the temple, where the Jewish we used to go for prayers, and there is one valley in the between the valley of Sidron, and then the Mount of Olives is there. And if you remember in the book of Acts, all the disciples were there. and suddenly, Jesus Christ started going up. and one, and one angel said, "Why are you looking?" To him. In the same way that he is going. He will come back. In the same place. In that place when the Holy Spirit came up on the church. The angel said. The same way that you saw him going up like a movie. When you are recording a movie. He was going. And then he's going to come back again. The same way. And not to any big capital to that place. Can you see how important is it, that place and that land? (laughs) Every follower of Jesus needed to know the facts of how the state of Israel came into existence. Now I'm going to go to talk a a bit about the history of Israel. Very quick. 3,500 years ago, God pronounced his intentions, his plans, and, the, and his desires of his heart to a man in Ur of Chaldees. Who was this man? Abraham. Abraham. God declared that he would build a nation in the land from where he would bless all the families of the earth, and redeem his creation. Wow. I want to read Genesis 12, to 3. The Lord said to Abram, what God said to him? Go from your country, your people, and your father's household, to a land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Pay attention now, verse 3. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse and all peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. Then this man, Abraham, in that time his name was Abram, but later was changed for Abraham. He left his country, his people, his fatherhood, without knowing where was this land. But God said, I will show you. Mm. And this is about our lives. Sometimes God started guiding us as the spiritual Israel. God took me from my land. And God said, and God said, Marshall, go to a land that I'm going to show you to you. And, and, and we are the spiritual Israel of God. And then and God is calling us and he chose us not because we are greater not because we are in, in great number because but because he loved us and he chose you and said now you are going to come and you are going to be a blessing for all the nations in the in the, of the earth and this is why you, you are here today. This, this is why you are in Ireland. This is why you are at Shalom Christian Fellowship. This is why God planted you here. For you to be a blessing to all of the other nations. We are the spiritual Israel. But now we are talking about the natural. Okay, let's go back to the natural. Abraham believed, obeyed God, and he left his country and his people. And God said I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse Can I ask you a question? Does God can curse some people? Yes, yes. <laughs> God said those who bless Israel will be blessed. Those who curse Israel God said, not Pastor Marsh. <laughs> this is why I stand with Israel. I pray for Israel. I bless Israel because I believe that God has a plan for Israel. And then we have to be connected to God's plan. Can you say amen? Many people say, okay, Pastor, if you are blessing Israel and about the Palestine, you know. We love the Palestinian people also. We are praying for the Palestinian people, and you have to pray for them. As we pray for Israel, we are praying for them, isn't it? I told you, I am telling to all my church, pray for the civilians, pray for the people of Israel, and pray for the Palestinians. Because they needed to know Jesus Christ as the Jewish people needed to know Jesus, as their Messiahs. Don't think because they were chosen by God they are perfect. No. They are rebellious. And this is the reason they were taken out from their land. They were deported many times because of their rebellion. Huh. Let's read Genesis 12, 6 and 7. Abraham traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morek at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Canaanites, not the Palestines. In that time, it didn't exist, Palestine, 3,000 years ago. Okay? And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, what God said? To your offspring I will give you this land. So he built one altar <laughs> there to the Lord who had appeared to him. I have been in this place where God appeared to Abraham. In this place, in Shechem. Uh, this place is called today West Bank. That are in the news. This is the place where God appeared to Abraham, and today it's called West Bank. But on the scripture, it's called Samaria and Judea, on the scripture. And 85% of all events, biblical events, happened in Samaria and Judea. Throughout history, Israel and the Jewish people have had faced much resistance from their neighboring nations. And because they were disobedient, as I told you, they have been so disobedient to God. The exile was a consequence of their sins. After the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD, the Jewish people were exiled from their homeland and forced to suffer much persecution. Many attempts were made to wipe out the Jews from the face of the earth. In Ezekiel 37, the Jewish people said, Our bones are dry up and our hope is gone. We were cut off. Are you with me? Yeah? Yeah? They went to exile because of their disobedience. Also as the spiritual Israel, many people they are going to desert and to the exile. Many people they are suffering because of result of their disobedience. When God says something to you and you don't obey, you are going to harvest something. Unfortunately, many Christians, they are suffering not because it's God's will, but a consequence of their sins. They were destroyed, the people of Israel. They had no more land, but God had a plan for them, as, as God has a plan for your life. Amen? Amen. And God has good plans for your life. We all love that verse from Jeremiah that says, Oh, God has good plans for us, plans to prosper us and to bless us. We love that promise is for Israel. But all the Christians love that promise. That, oh, God has good plans, plans to prosper me. Hallelujah. Many Christians love that verse. But Jeremiah 31, 17 says, So there is hope for your descendants, declares the Lord. Your children will what? Return to their own land. They were went to the exile, but God said, You will return to your land again. Hallelujah. And they had no more land, because they were in the exile, no more land, because the land was in other people's hands, because they are not living. Some Jews were, were there, but most of them were weren't not there. And then God said, you will come back home. And then, can I ask you, can a nation ever be born in a single day? Can a nation be born in a single day? Let's read Isaiah 668. Isaiah 668. Let's read all together, please. Who has ever seen anything as strange as this? Who ever heard of such a thing? Has a nation ever been born in a single day? Hmm. Has a country ever come forth in a mere moment? But by the time Jerusalém's birth pains begin, her children will be born. Hallelujah! Can a nation be born in a single day? Yes! On the 14th of May, 1948 was declared the establishment of the Jewish State of Israel. This is newspaper 1948: State of Israel is born. <laughs> In one day a nation is born, as gods have said) <laughs> The land of Israel was desolated for 2000 years. And Israel, in that time, was just desert and stones. Then the people of Israel started coming back to their land. And when they came back, that land was just what? Stone and desert. But if, if you go today to Samaria, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that land that was just uh, stone and desert became something so powerful. Which what was desert is producing grapes. And also today you can have wine from Samaria. God is moving in a, a miraculous way. I have been there in Samaria. Visiting the grapes. If you see them, no! When they came back, it was just stone. Not one tree was there. But what we are going to see, let's read Ezekiel 36. Let's go. Ezekiel 36.30. Hmm. It's amazing to see prophecy coming alive. Because God is the keeper of his covenant. Ezekiel 36:30. What God said? I will increase the fruit of the trees and the crops of the field so that you will no longer sof- suffer disgrace among the nations because of famine. Jeremiah 31 Jeremiah 5 now. Look what God said. Again you will Plant what? Vineyards. Where? On the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruits. Hallelujah. This is a miracle. It's a miracle that the state of Israel is there. It's a miracle the people, they are planting and they are exporting fruits to all of the world, if you don't know. That tiny piece of land has a lot of food for them, and is exporting and blessing many other countries. If you go to Israel, you are going to see what I'm telling you. But not in this week. Don't go there. <laughs> it's not a good time. But as soon as the war stops, it's a secure place. It's a, sec- it's a beautiful place to go. I think every believer who believes in the Bible, he's a true Christian. Have you need to have this desire in your heart. I want to visit Israel. I want to visit the Holy Land. I want to visit that place. Ezekiel 36, 8. But you, you mountains of Israel, you produce branches and fruit for my people, for they will soon come home. Wow. God said, land, produce fruit, because my people are coming home. (laughs) And do you know why they are coming home? To prepare the way for Jesus' return. (laughs) And Satan he's mad, he's crazy, I have to do everything, I have to destroy that land, I have to destroy that people, because when Jesus comes back, it's my end, I am in trouble, (laughs) hallelujah, but please remember, all the blessings that God gave to Israel, there is greater things for you, (laughs) because you are the spiritual Israel, and God has greater things for you. If God blessed Israel, God will bless you. Or God said, those who bless Israel will be blessed. And this is why we are a people that have to bless our other nation. And mainly we have to bless Israel. And the Bible says that we have to bless our brothers and sisters. Our spiritual Israel. This is why we always, we have dinner with you. I get my food and and share with you. And you share your food if you wonder why you are blessing the spiritual Israel. And what God said, if you bless my Israel, I'm going to bless you. Amen. Amen. Let's stand up. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, prophecies. Don't move, please. Don't move, please. Prophecies are coming alive. Soon, Jesus is coming back. If you believe or not, it's your problem. if 90% of the prophecies were fulfilled, why not 10% (laughs) will not be fulfilled? And what are these other 10% Pastor, I told you, this war, Gog and Magog war, the return of Christ into the Mount of Olives, this didn't, didn't fulfill yet, but soon will be fulfilled. And my question to you you is, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you sure about your salvation? Soon, Jesus Christ will return. And you have to prepare yourself. Close your eyes, please. You are the spiritual Israel of God. And this is why Satan hates you. This is why Satan also attacks you. This is why Satan tempts you. He wants to destroy your faith. Your relationship with God. Satan hates you. Because you are the spiritual Israel. Everything started in Israel, and everything is going to finish in Israel. Our Savior was born in Israel. He lived in Israel. He preached in Israel. He was crucified in Israel. He died in Israel. He rose from death in Israel. He was lifted up into heaven from Israel. And one day we'll go back to Israel. Everything started and going to finish in Israel. And and you have to be prepared for that day. Lord, I pray for all my brothers and sisters today. Lord, I pray that you can protect all my brothers and sisters as you have protected protected Israel. I pray, Lord, that all of my brothers and sisters, that they are not strong in their faith. I pray for them. Bring them back home, Lord. Even today, there are many people they are not here today, Father. Bring them back home to your church. I pray for them. There are many people, Lord, that they used to be here in this place, but they are not here. Help us, Lord, to love them and to bring them back home, Lord. Help us. Lord, I do pray for all my brothers and sisters. Strength their lives. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Strength their spiritual life. Jesus, you are coming back. And that day we want to receive you, Lord. Because you have said, those who has, have passed away, we will rose first. And then, we that are alive, we are going to meet you in the sky, in heaven. Lord, help each one of us. I pray and I bless all my brothers today, Lord. Help us to stand with Israel. To pray for Israel. To pray to bless Israel. To pray for the peace of Jerusalem. To pray for the peace of Israel. Lord, And to pray for our brothers and sisters. To see our brothers and sisters growing, multiplying, and growing their faith, Lord. Jesus, I want to be prepared for that day. When I'm going to meet you, Lord. Or by my death. Or in that day... When you return, Jesus. Bless all your church. Bless your natural Israel. And bless your spiritual Israel. Bless all my brothers and sisters here today, Father. In the name of Jesus, I do pray and I bless their lives. Lord, we declare, we will be faithful to you. And we will be waiting for you in that day. When we are going to meet you. And we're going to see you face to face. And we are going to give you the honor and the glory. And we are going to have that banquet, Lord, in your presence, in that supper, in that l- day. In Jesus' name, we worship you, we honor and we glorify your name. Amen and amen. God bless